What's going on? You're listening to the Quick Pit Podcast. On today's show, I, Ethan, will recap the Phoenix Raceway season finale 500. Connor will recap the season, and I will rant about the playoff system. All that is coming up next on the Quick Pit Podcast. Welcome back to the Quick Pit Podcast. I'm your host, Ethan, and we have got a lot to get into on this Phoenix recap. Um, Connor will come on later, as I said in the intro. Um, And so we will get right into it. Phoenix Raceway, season season finale 500. Um, At Phoenix Raceway, the first time the... um, the first time that NASCAR has raced at Phoenix for the championship race. Um, for the last 20 years or so, it's been at Homestead Miami Speedway in Florida. But this year is at Phoenix. I thought the race was good. I'll say that right away. I thought it was entertaining. It wasn't a crash fest. Um felt like it was it showcased all four championship four drivers skills well there were no cautions that messed up guys chances like it did in the truck series um so yeah i thought it was a good race and um whether you agree with me or not that's my opinion i thought it was entertaining and um i hope they go back next year although what i would really love is to have a rotating schedule and so all the fun I don't want to see a mile and a half for the championship race. That would be no fun. Like, I wish they'd have, like, a rotating system where they'd have Homestead Miami some years. They would have Phoenix some years because it was a good race. Maybe Richmond. Eh, Richmond can be boring, but, like, maybe put a short track there. Maybe at a third Bristol race some years, especially if the dirt race sticks. I think we should still have two pavement bristol races even if we have the dirt race and some other tracks i mean given how good chase is at road courses i don't think you could justify putting a road course there nobody would want a super speedway because i mean would you really want to be taken out by ricky stenhouse jr taken out of the championship by ricky stenhouse jr i mean that sometimes already happens in the fall but you get my point um See, I think they should rotate it, but I like how it is here at Phoenix, and I I like the race. So, we'll give you the rundown from the top ten, and then, of course, we'll talk about who won the championship. And you know what? I'm just going to say, sound the sirens. If you don't already know, Chase Elliott wins the NASCAR Cup Series Championship. His first one of the year, he wins at Phoenix. Obviously, that's giving away... The first place driver in the top 10, but Chase Elliott won the race, won the championship. He may not be the most deserving, but he won. A Hendrick driver won a championship. 13 in 26 years for Rick Hendrick. That's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Every year that he's fielded a team, I believe, has had a cup champion. Or at least for like the past 25 years. Because before Jeff Gordon, he had Terry Labonte. And Labonte (laughs) 
which you've probably forgotten at this point, won two championships. I was surprised. I knew he won one sandwich between Gordon's dominant years, but Labonte had two, which is crazy. Absolutely crazy. Okay, top ten. Martin Truex Jr., a round of eight driver, didn't make it to Phoenix, finishes tenth. William Byron, another good Chevy Hendrick run for him. Finishes ninth. Matt DiBenedetto, great way to end his season on a streak of three straight top tens, I believe. With an eighth place finish, Kevin Harvick, who probably should have been in this race, finishes seventh. Ryan Blaney finishes sixth. He exited early from the playoffs. Jimmy Johnson in his final race, full-time at least, most likely, almost definitely his final race in the 48. Um... I mean, you can probably book that one away. Um, finishes fifth. Um, Denny Hamlin finishes fourth. Joey Logano finishes third. Brad Kozlowski second. And Chase Elliott in first place. Chase Elliott, it's his 11th career win, his first win at Phoenix. He ran well there in the spring. Um, it's been... Known for a couple days now that it sounds like that Phoenix was the first race with the um, Hendrick and ECR engines collaboration motors. Which, if that is true, is very, very promising because Elliot obviously won the race. He had the fastest car. Um, then Johnson ran really well. He had a really fast car. William Byron had a fast car. Kurt Busch was decent. Uh, Bubba Wallace, although that's not a um, Hendrick car, but Kurt Busch, that's a Hendrick engine. Um, actually, I think Bubba Wallace is, since they have, uh, RPM has um, RCR collaborations and such. But yeah, it, it, if that's... If that's what an ECR engine, ECR Hendrick collab engine looks like, then next year is going to be scary because with Kyle Larson, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what Ross Chastain can do. Tyler Reddick, Austin Dillon, they could be good if with a little bit more boost. I mean, could next year be the year that uh, Chip Ganassi Racing really takes that step into, like, the top tier of drivers? Because they're kind of in between, like... The good, really good teams, like Gibbs, Penske, Stuart Haas, and uh, and uh, RCR, Roush, definitely. But you get what I'm saying. They're not, like, super upper echelon like Kendrick and all the others are. So, that could be good. Chevy's could, it could become a little more balanced in terms of how many wins each uh, manufacturer gets, because... I think, now if you'll bear with me for a minute as I do some quick math, so if we have Harvick with 9, then Custer with 1 for Stuart Haas, and then 8 for Penske, mm -hmm. no, I think, I don't know, 8 or 9 wins for Penske, that's like 20 wins, almost 20 wins for Penske, um, but Toyota got nine, and then Hendrick, all but Jimmy won, plus Toyota. Okay, here we go. 
Sorry for the mumbling. I should have uh, counted that before <laughs> I recorded. But um, Toyota and Hendrick combined for as many wins as Ford got. That means Ford easily dominated the season. They won half the races while Toyota and Chevy got nine apiece. So, I mean, that shows you how good Ford has been. And so, and Toyota to an extent too, because they've won a handful of championships the last few years, but you get what I'm saying. Um, so, with that in mind, I mean, next year is going to be interesting. Although, I'm not going to get too much into this year. Otherwise, Elliott wins the championship. Uh, the championship four drivers finished in the top four. Um, Hamlin fourth, Logano third, Kozlowski second, such and such. Um, yeah, I thought the race was good. It was competitive. There was a really good stretch there when they had a caution that left them with the restart about 20 to go to the end of stage two where Kislowski and Elliott battled for the remainder of the stage. Kislowski won. Made you think, hmm, I wonder, I wonder how, if that's going to show up at the end of the race if we have a late race caution. Because it looked like Brad had the better short run car. But um, Elliott led the last 43 laps and won his first championship as seven time exited the sport. That's it for this segment. Um, coming up next, Connor will recap the season, go over drivers winning or playoffs and best moments and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, that's what you got look to look forward to in the next segment. And then in the third segment, I know I'm repeating myself from what I said in the intro. Last week, if you noticed, we did not upload a podcast. Last week was really busy. Our school shut down because of cases and um, so we had a lot of stuff to do at home and so plus I had work and it was just a mess. We kind of wasn't able to record till Saturday and uh, we were just like forget it. Not, nobody's really going to listen to it and nobody wants to listen to a championship race preview after they know who's won. So but I did record a rant about the playoffs for that. Um, so, and it was post Martinsville, so, um, it might sound a little off, but we're going to put that in because I think I made some good points. Of course, I, I'm not going to say I made bad points, so I want to play it. I hope you'll enjoy it. So that will be the third segment of the show. Coming up next, Connor. Welcome back to the Quit Pit Podcast. It is your co-host, Connor. And as Ethan just finished up the preview of the last race in the season, I will be reviewing the whole season. The whole season, all the way back from February when it started, and now which is early November. So before we begin this segment, I do want to go let you guys know, I think Ethan might have uh, told you guys already, we did make a Twitter account called the Quit Pit Podcast. I will be running the account so go drop a follow on there, and I will be posting updates and when we post and stuff like that, and other NASCAR news on there too. So let's go back all the way to February where we had the first race of the year, which was a Bush Class C- crash. C- 
crash, 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 crash. Well, it was the Bush crash that this year, where Eric Jones finished first, his only, I guess you call win of the year, where he had a car that was basically ready for the dumpster. There was, I think, there's only about five cars left in the lead lap, and uh, Denny Hamlin was a lap down and ended up pushing Eric Jones to the win. So Eric Jones wins the Bush Clash. Then you have the two duels during uh, Speed Weeks. And then it brings us to the Daytona 500, the first actual race of the season, where it started on Sunday. Donald Trump, I guess you call the former president of the United States, uh, drove around the lap twice. It took about 40,000 minutes. And we only got like maybe 30 laps in before it started raining. Got postponed all the way to Monday. And then Monday we resumed racing and was a good race and at the very end on the last corner uh, Ryan Newman was leading got turned and had that massive horrible wreck where he ended up having to go to the hospital and missed some time he missed the remainder of the uh, races before the pandemic hit he hit the uh, uh, he went to Las Vegas where uh, Joey Logano won he they went to Auto Club where my favorite driver Alex Bowman won they went to Phoenix, and then I think that was the last race, and then COVID-19 hit. And then COVID-19 hit, and then NASCAR shut down for what it feels like was ages. And uh, they ended up doing some iRacing in bet- while they were on break. And then well, and here comes in Timmy Hill. Timmy Hill, who I think got the most uh, was the best iRace driver um, in NASCAR. He uh, ended up having a couple wins. And they those were fun to watch. Even had Dale Earnhardt Jr. driving those i racing, uh, i racing, uh, I guess you call it races. And then we came resumed back, and we resumed at Darlington with two races. And this is where we had races from on Wednesday and Sunday for like a couple months. And then this is where the Harvick and ha- Hamlin show basically began. Harvick wins Darlington. Hamlin wins Darlington. I feel like when those doubleheader weekends or weeks, you could call both of them at least won one race. Um, yeah, and then Harvick Hamlin basically dominated the rest of the rest of the regular season. You had uh, uh, Kyle Busch go winless through the regular season, and then you had uh, um, Jimmy. This was Jimmy Johnson's final year. Jimmy Johnson doesn't end up having a win, um, but he was. Great to see NASCAR and NASCAR's fans recognize him and what he's done for not only the sport but for I don't know the, the fans, Hendrick Motorsports, the the company uh, Hendrick Motorsports, and what he's done for pretty much everybody, uh, every driver in NASCAR. It's great to see all him getting recognized. You also had Clint Boyer's final season. Clint Boyer told it was his final season actually later in the season. I think almost at the beginning or. I guess in the middle of the playoffs, actually, said, uh, revealed that, and uh, he's going to be working with Fox Sports, and Jimmy Johnson is going to be going to IndyCar Racing uh, with Chip Ganassi. Ganassi. Also on Chip Ganassi, when, uh, why am I saying that? Chip Ganassi, when they were doing iRacing, their driver for the number 42 car, Carl Larson, said a bad word and ends up getting, uh, losing his uh, ride, and uh, Chip Ganassi has to hire Matt Kenseth, who was the oldest driver in the field um, this year. He also got a second-place finish at, uh, what was it, Indianapolis. Uh, and uh, Kevin Harvick ended up winning that. Of course he did. One of Hamlin or Harvick. Um, but 
you had William Byron win his first uh, career race this year. Um, you had, I think, the resurgence of RCR. RCR looked really good this year uh, with uh, Dylan having a win, Tyler Reddick running good. Uh, at the beginning of the season, towards midseason, I feel like he kind of fell off at the end. Dylan, of course, making it to the round of 12. He passed the first round pretty much in dominant fashion. No one really expected him to make it even to the round of 12. You had uh, a surprise in Ryan Blaney only getting one win, and I feel like he's almost been an overhype ever since he made it to Penske after the Wood Brothers. He loses first He gets out the first round. You have, uh, as I said, Kyle Busch going winless. All these stories, um, I think it just goes on top of the year we've been having with the pandemic that's involved NASCAR. Uh, the Kyle Larson incident, and then, of course, you have the Bubba Walla incident at Talladega, which they thought it was a noose, but it was actually just a garage uh, pull rope to bring down the garage. Um, you had all the drivers rally around Bubba Wallace, and uh, they walked at Talladega. They walked his car out of the to the front of the grid, and they Bubba ended up leading some laps at Talladega, and then he went to the fans as there wasn't much in the stands as once COVID hit. Uh, all these NASCAR racetracks were not allowing uh, the full capacity for the fans. And then you get around to the playoffs. Jimmy Johnson barely misses it. And the final race of the regular season was at Daytona, which I love. Uh, the season schedule came out for next year, and I love how um, uh, they, had that, they have it again, uh, the same thing, uh, Daytona at the end of the year. And that's where William Byron won his first race. Uh, Jimmy Johnson misses out. Matt Benedetto Matt sneaks in, and he actually earned himself a ride with Wood Brothers, get a one-year contract next year. And then Silly Season, you have the Denny Hamlin creating a team and all that uh, Silly Season stuff. Go look at our previous episodes to learn about all the Silly Season moves. Um, and then you get the playoffs. You have Blaney, DiBenedetto, all uh, four drivers not making it even to the round of 16. Uh, you had... We did our previews at the beginning of the playoffs, and Ethan said, yeah, Alex Bowman's getting out the first round, and he still has to give me an apology for that as Alex Bowman makes it all the way to the round of eight and almost snuck into the round of four, but falls just short. I think he had uh, fell in that six in the playoff points, or fifth, yeah, six in the playoff points. And uh, as I, <laughs> we're going to, the third segment's going to be a little rant about how the playoff system is, because I don't think anybody likes it with, like, how dominant Harvick was, and he has, like, two or three bad races, and he's out, you know? And then you had, uh, like, in the Xfinity Series, you had Noah Gregson, uh, the JMR uh, number nine driver, who uh, had, like, one bad one bad race in the playoffs and misses, but he gets, like, second, third, and all the other races and misses because uh, one driver got a win, but he's finishing 38th in the other races. So, you know, it's just... I'm not going to go into a rant. I could rant here, but this is not the segment for that. So let, keep listening to the third segment. Then you have Chase Elliott winning at Martinsville to sneak in to the round of four, people could say. And then the round of four was Hamlin, Elliott, Logano, and Kozlowski, two Penske's, a Hendrick Motorsports, and a Joe Gibbs car. Oh, yeah, and Kyle Busch didn't end up, did end up winning a race at Texas, which was a uh, <sighs> – Texas was one – one sort of race with all those jet dryers and uh, uh, the rain and stuff. But Kyle Busch ended up, ends up winning a race, which me and Ethan aren't too happy about, but it's whatever. And then you have the Phoenix race that happened this past weekend at Phoenix in uh, Arizona. You had, uh, as I said, the four 
drivers. You also had the final race of Jimmy Johnson and Clint Boyer, and pretty much, I guess you could call Matt Kenseth's career. That uh, was awesome to see. Chase Elliott um, ends up winning it on a pretty much dominant fashion all day. He started at the back, came to the front, and just cruised to a win pretty much. Uh, you love, I love seeing Johnson like high five Chase Elliott on the way back, and I think uh, Dale Jr. said like this is a handoff and like this is the passing of the torch. You know, seven time champion comes out and on the same team, and then a brand new champion comes in. So Chase Elliott uh, is your 2020 NASCAR Cup Series champion. Uh, it was a great year for him, and uh, he's been dominant on road courses, and there's six more next year. So I think I, I'm saying he's going six for six on road courses. You can thank me later on that. But it's it was one really good year for uh, HMS. HMS kind of does a research. Alex Bowman has a win. Uh, three of the four drivers have a win except for Johnson, which – Sucks because I, we all were cheering for Johnson to get that uh, one last win. Uh, he ties Cale uh, Yarbrough in uh, wins in his career. Uh, he had uh, so Jimmy had a not the best year, but you know it was great to see him get the attention that he des- deserves. And then Elliott wins. Hamlin uh, finishes I think fourth in the race. So it's crazy to think that Hamlin and Harvick having this like pretty much dominant regular season. One doesn't even make the round of four, and one finishes fourth, I would say, in the playoffs. So it's crazy to think that. Uh, I think Ethan's doing the rant, so Ethan will put more on top of that as I'm starting to go on a rant too. But that is your 2020 season recap. Uh, great year, weird year, different year, but I think we're all ready for a little bit more normalcy next year. So thanks for listening to this segment. Uh, make sure you guys follow us, follow me and us on Twitter. I will be running it. Ethan will kind of is kind of in charge of the podcast and getting those up on your where you're listening to them. So thanks for all the support. Make sure you follow on Twitter. And now let's go over to Ethan for a little NASCAR rant about how bad these playoffs are. I wish I could have joined him, but let's head over to Ethan now. Welcome back to the Quick Pit Podcast. As I mentioned before, the next clip is going to be what was supposed to air last week, so it might be slightly inaccurate, and I'll be referencing Martinsville and referencing Phoenix, which happened on Sunday, this past Sunday, um, as in the future, <laughs> because it was recorded last week before the finale went. But the majority of the content is accurate, and um, I just rant a little bit about the playoffs. So, enjoy. Welcome back to the Quick Pit Podcast. I'm your host, Ethan, and it is good to be back um, after an exciting Martinsville weekend, which we had the final fours for all three major series set. Um, I don't know if Connor went over this. Grant Enfiger punched his ticket into the round of eight, or round of four for the trucks. Harrison Burton spoiled it and won in Xfinity. Um, I don't have the final four for each for either of the lower series. But then, as Connor already recapped, and I'll just say it again, Chase Elliott wins. And Martinsville, to walk it off, punches ticket into the final four at Phoenix this weekend. And Kevin Harvick misses because of some... Really, not a bad Final Four, just a mediocre one. So, uh, once again, welcome back to the, to the show. Um, I'm sure 
you've heard all about Martinsville from Connor and his reaction and all that, and he's, I know for a fact that he gave you the Final Four set for Phoenix, the preview for Phoenix, his predictions for Phoenix. I think it's going to be Brad Kozlowski at Phoenix. That's my pick. Brad Kozlowski as your champion once again. Denny Hamlin, Brad Kozlowski, Joe Ligano, and Chase Elliott are your Final Four. The first time a Chevy has been in the Final Four since, I believe, 2016. When um, Jimmy Johnson won his historic seventh championship in um, come-from-behind fashion. So, uh, we'll get right to it. I want to rant about the playoff system because, as I said before, Kevin Harvick missed. The most dominant driver all year missed. Now, this is what I think is the biggest, most important stat of the um, of my rant, and that's that for a season that, or for a format that, uh, rather, that is focused on wins. It's ridiculous that you could have a driver with 10 wins not win the championship. Last time a driver had 10 wins was Jimmy Johnson's second championship back in 2007. He got 10 wins that year, beat Jeff Gordon for the championship. If Kevin Harvick wins at Phoenix, which we know he is capable of doing, he led laps there in the spring, he's been really good at Phoenix, he could spoil the playoffs and really, really expose the system. Because if Kevin Harvick wins after missing by one point, best driver all year after missing the round of four by one point, wins the championship race. You basically, reading between the lines, you champion missed, you had Kevin Harvick missed being a champion by a flat tire. Or either even closer, one point, really, because even though he technically finished like seven points below the cut line because he spun out trying to get that last point from Kyle Busch, he really, like, if he hadn't been in that position, if he had been one point above the cut line, he wouldn't have done that, obviously. So I don't think we should be too technical about that. He basically missed by one point. So... Kevin Harvick has been dominant all year. Him and Ke- him and Denny Hamlin have um, 17 wins, I believe. Um, I feel like that's wrong. I think it's 16. I think Hamlin has seven wins this year. And I really think, yeah, seven. I really think at this point, as much as I want Chase Elliott to win, I really think... The only way this year will, like, I don't want to say taken seriously, but it would only feel right if Denny Hamlin makes it. Because Joey Logano definitely hasn't blown anyone away this year. He's only got three wins. I mean, Brad Kozlowski has been good. He won the Coke 600. That's a big race, although, albeit kind of thanks to a late race caution. He won Loudon and Richmond. He's really fast at Loudon and Richmond, and that's why he's my pick to win um, the championship this year because, like, Phoenix is the same style of track as Loudon and, and, and um, Richmond because, I mean, 
They're both not like super short tracks like Martinsville or Bristol, but they're not they're not super high speed. Um, they're all somewhat skill based tracks, and so I think and I mean they're bringing the Phoenix or the Phoenix the Richmond and Loudon car to Phoenix. That's the car they're driving. The car that's won two races this year. I mean, look at those odds. That's I'd say at this point he's the favorite, even though um, Elliott's on a hot streak and uh, Hamlin has the most wins this year. I think Keselowski really is the favorite. So, going back, like, I would love to see Elliott win. That would be such such a, an amazing uh, happening. That would, I think... To, for NASCAR to have their most popular driver win, it would go a long way. But I think the 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 most deserving champion is Denny Hamlin. So I want to just look at the playoffs here, and for the most part, it's been pretty. Um, it's been pretty accurate in terms of like who. Who gets, who wins the championship and who gets to the final four in terms of like who's most dominant all year. I mean, last year, Kyle Busch, Martin Truex, Kevin Harvick, and Denny Hamlin, they combined for 22 of 36 wins. So it's like all had four or more. So like typically the best driver, at least one of the best drivers all year wins. Now, Joey Logano was an exception in 2018. But in 2019, I mean, or 2017, I mean, Martin Truex Jr. just absolutely dominated that year. Eight wins. 2016, Jimmy Johnson, that year was okay. I mean, that was the year Carl Edwards got screwed out of a championship, like he has been many times before. Um, but that year was not awful. 2015, Kyle Busch. That was the year that he broke his leg. I, I really think that's illegitimate. But that year, they had Jimmy Johnson, who won five races, miss out. Matt Kenseth, who won five races, miss out. Joey Logano, who won six races, miss out. Although Matt Kenseth and Joey Logano, that was the year that they um, had that big feud in the playoffs. And I think the first... I think the 2015 one was just a mess, actually, looking at it now. Jeff Gordon and Martin Truex Jr. had one win apiece. They were not that great that year. Um, Kevin Harvick had, had three wins. He led the most laps for the season so uh, and had 23 top fives. So Kevin Harvick was better than his win total suggests. And Kyle Busch, Kyle Busch, I don't think he deserved that one. And then the previous year was probably... Funniest one where Ryan Newman almost won the championship after zero wins in the first 35 races of the season. He led 41 laps that year and he finished second. Like, how do you do that? He, I don't even know how he managed to pull that off, but my point is, is that at least for the most recent years now, maybe not the first couple years it was out, but the playoffs have been pretty accurate in terms of the best drivers all season making it. But this year, Kevin Harvick was obviously the best driver all year, and he didn't make it. So, 
I want to draw attention to a new idea that I've had for for what NASCAR could do for the playoffs or a, a new form. And the first thing we have to do with this idea is get rid of the rounds. Get rid of the rounds. They're ridiculous. They, I just, it's, it's, once you get down to the round of eight, like all eight of those drivers could, could win the championship. Like those are all good drivers. They've all been consistent. They've probably won races at this point. Um, everyone in the round of eight this year had at least one win. I don't know how many times it's happened that someone without a win has done that. But my point is get rid of the rounds. Just have a 10 race playoffs like the chase was. Then, keep the 16-driver format. I like the 16-driver format. It, it means most of the good drivers get in. Um, then, the big one I would like to keep as well is the win-in-your-in format. I think that's a cool way to have a team that's not necessarily the fastest team to get in. I, I like that. I like the ability to have an underdog story. Um... So if you have someone like, I don't know, Michael McDowell, who wins at one of the six road courses that's on the schedule next year, or someone who's good at plate tracks, or who knows, just something something to keep it interesting so that there's not the same exact drivers every year. But then, I don't like stages, and maybe this is a different argument, um, but... I would get rid of stages. I don't know if that would technically be related to this, but 16 driver playoffs, winning you're in, no rounds, just one straight up best 10 races wins it. Because that'll still create drama. Oh, and zero it out too. Make it, well, I don't know. I would toss it up between zeroing everyone out. Just have everyone start at the same exact level like it's the start of the year. Or... Give them, give the drivers, like, I don't know, two points for every win or something like that with, well, with the stages. Because if you get rid of, if you get rid of the rounds, the stages lose value. So if you get rid of rounds, that might be enough anyway to, um, kill off, or not kill off, um, well, maybe <laughs> killed the stages with the new format, but you know what I mean. So... There's, I don't know, I don't, NASCAR definitely doesn't listen to this. If you are, then uh, we've really taken off. And um, I just say, our listeners, listenership has dropped a little bit recently. Not that it was much to begin with. So um, if you would, please keep trying to spread it around. Excuse me. Um, please keep plugging it. Um drawing attention to it we'd really appreciate it we're trying to find ways to promote and advertise the show but it's difficult getting this thing going but we enjoy doing it and so even if it doesn't make us any doesn't make us, us any money we're a long way to go before this makes us money <laughs> um or uh gets many listeners it's still we enjoy doing this so um once again kevin harvick should not have made it as as nice as it is to not have him in the in the final four because I feel like I would have been annoyed if he had won and kind of bored with it but at the same time 
he's probably the most deserving guy. That's the way it is, I guess. Like, even as much as I don't like him, I, I mean, he's fine. He's not, like, super annoying. I mean, I'd rather him win than Kyle Busch. Or Logano, probably. But, it's just, he wins all the time, and you get tired of the same thing. So, as I was saying, he should not have missed it. The system screwed him over, and I think that should be reason enough for change when a driver who possibly wins 10 races misses a championship by essentially one point or one flat tire. So, thank you for listening to this episode of the Quick Pit Podcast. Thanks to Connor for the Martinsville recap and the Phoenix preview. Um, Connor and I are planning to watch the race together on Sunday. And we will try to make a an immediate reaction pod right after the race. Because the race doesn't run too late. Um, just so you know, in case you don't. Race is at 3 o'clock on NBC. It's at Phoenix Raceway. Final four drivers are Chase Elliott, Chevrolet, Hendrick Motorsports, Joey Logano, and Brad Keselowski, both Fords for Penske, and Denny Hamlin in the 11 car for Toyota. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Quick Pit Podcast. As always, have a good one. Until next time, and make sure you like, subscribe, and share. See you guys. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Quick Pit Podcast. Please remember to like, subscribe, and share. And we have, as Connor may have announced already, actually, we have a Twitter now that Connor is running because I know nothing about social media. So Connor's wanted to run that. And um, yeah, so make sure you follow that. It's just Quick Pit Podcast. And we're hoping to use it to grow the show a little bit. So as always, if you have any friends who like NASCAR, Let them know about this show, and we will see you next time on the Quick Pit Podcast. Thanks for listening.